This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Two Girls, One Ship, the podcast where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. I'm Genesis, the girl who is drinking the Elysian Pumpuccino dark beer tonight. It's a coffee pumpkin ale, and it is really, really good. Vervada is also here tonight, but unfortunately is having a little bit of internet trouble, so she's been bouncing in and out of the show. So let's go around the circle, and when V gets back in, we'll we'll let her say who she is. Oh, hello, V. <laughs> Very angry, V. I don't know why this keeps happening. We're good. I'm drinking beer tonight. Uh, a Puncachino. So it's a pumpkin spice latte that they made alcoholic. And who are you? I'm Vrata, the girl who hates my internet. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> and what are you drinking tonight? Cheap Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm. From Sam's Club. Very nice. <laughs> uh, should we go around the circle and say who we are and what we're drinking tonight? Because Friendship circle. Yes. Uh, because everybody should be drinking at least something while on a Two Girls, One Ship Patreon chat. Well, uh, I can run and get some uh, tea from the fridge. You know, the good Georgia boy that I am, go get some sweet tea. Sweet tea is good. Sweet tea is good. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think you should get something because I feel like with only three of us here tonight, uh, we should be able to get a lot of talking done tonight. So something to lubricate the vocal cords might be good. Stone Mistios, thank you so much for coming back. You are the first on my screen tonight, so say hi. Hello, Stone Mistios. Drinking out my Mando and Grogu cup. Got a Mickey's. Tasting pretty good tonight. Oh, baby Grogu. Uh, Mistios, on a total side tangent, did you see that they are coming out with a new Bastila statue from the Knights of the Old Republic? She looks so gorgeous. Uh, my first gamer crush. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of people. I was just playing that a lot. It's so, it still holds up so well. And yeah. to find out she was also the voice of Black Cat in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon, which is another first crush for me. I had it bad for Black Cat for a long time. <laughs> well, he well, says in past tense like that went away. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Oh, I am uh, known in Discord as Daddy Bat Knight. And thank you for becoming our newest Patreon uh, and joining us here. Uh, very excited to have you on tonight. You've been active My in a lot Patreon, of our... By the way. Oh, you're first. I... Oh, no, none of the other shows either? One nope. and only. Just I you guys. Special. You're also pretty active in our Twitch streams and chats, so we thank you for that. Shanko, you are a familiar and very welcome face. Uh, hi, Captain Shanko here, and I am drinking uh, mud water out of a witch-themed mug. <laughs> mug water sounds so appetizing. It's that, like, coffee replacement mushroom drink 
That's oh, being that's advertised. Actual thing? Like, yeah. I thought you were just drinking water out of a mug, so you called it mug water. No, 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 mud water with it. Oh, mud. Yeah, mud. Ooh, uh, it trying good? it out because I have a caffeine addiction. So. <laughs> is it good? It's pretty good. It's pretty tasty. It tastes like cocoa and chai. Ooh. Ooh. Huh. I like it. Now you have your sweet tea. So I got recently- a mason jar cup just to really <laughs> nail home the whole southern thing. I have a few of those in my kitchen, but Shanko, have you, I know that like you're doing it for the caffeine thing, so, but the mushrooms, I've actually had mushroom teriyaki. They dehydrate and make mushrooms to taste and have the same texture as if it were beef jerky. And they are so, I know you're giving me a face feed, but trust me, they're actually really good. I was just thinking that's like the most Portland thing I've ever heard. Okay, one fuck off, and yes, two, it is a local <laughs> Portland company. <laughs> I have a mushroom tangent as well. Um, I work on a horse farm part-time, and as such, there are a lot of mushrooms that grow that you can harvest, one of them being puffballs. And I adore puffballs. They're very versatile. They're delicious. And you can literally find them, and they're super easy to forage. They're closest like dupe that's deadly is very easy to differentiate so they're awesome uh and you can either find the giant ones that are the size of softballs or like like a volleyball they're huge and you can cut them up or you can get the small ones and mince them and make pizza crust out of it and it is amazing oh wow i mean i love mushrooms (laughs) i don't have a whole lot of mushroom lore though so I don't think we can really talk about mushrooms for an hour. I like shrooms. You like shrooms? <laughs> I, don't have I the will pleasure. neither confirm nor deny. Well, I mean, microdosing I... of psilocybin is legal in Portland. So, you know. Well, next year. <laughs> I'm no longer in the military. But I, the only thing I can say about mushrooms is that I have some growing in my garden. I don't know what kind of mushrooms they are, but my elderly neighbor was the one who pointed out to me. And she was like, these mushrooms are like penises. <laughs> like, yes, they do, Linda. <laughs> and I didn't kill them because they're funny. Okay. Not right now, but when anybody gets a chance, they should look up the naked man orchid. And that is my favorite flower. It is the best thing ever. <laughs> naked man orchid. She's already got her phone. <laughs> I know. Okay, so the topic for tonight is our favorite relationships between NPCs, either ones that you can help to foster, or if you don't choose these as your romance options, then they automatically will hook up, or ones that are already established in a game, or... Like, how else are there relationships between NPCs? I think those are the big three. Either ones you foster, like, ones that you don't, or ones that are pre-established. Yeah. We're sticking with romantic, right? Mm, if you've got a good platonic, go for it. All right. Missios, you are first in line. Yeah, you? Cheers. If you're the first to enter Hi. in the chat, then you're the first to go <laughs> for the night. <laughs> I thought I was late. I got you. Um... Well, I would say I like the Sarah and Dagna. That's her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dwarven Enchanter. I love that they get together in Inquisition. I don't know. It's, uh, I was surprised when they showed that in, uh, epilogue, I believe. 
so sweet because Sarah, she's she's my favorite character, but Dagna, she's just amazing. I love that they get together. That's that's just such a good relationship. I, I would love to see more of it, hopefully in DA four, but I really like them together. I think it's great, especially if you're a door and you with Sarah, how she interacts with a door. It's so hilarious. So I can only imagine her and Dagna together probably just fireworks. Oh, I saw that for the first time. And where we do see it is in Dragon Age Inquisition in the epilogue of the Trespasser DLC. So if you haven't played through that, then you don't get to see this interaction. Um, I had no idea it was coming. And so I was completely shocked. Oh, and of course, you have to have Dagna survive in Dragon Age Origins in order for this relationship to happen. So you have to wait three games to see this happen. And so I love that our girl finally gets somebody. I love Dagna. When I first saw it, I was like, wait, wait, wait. She she got with Dagna? I was kind of jealous. I was like, oh, shit. I'm supposed to be with you. You're not supposed to be with nobody else. (laughs) But I was happy for them regardless. Yeah, you are a Saramancer. So seeing your girl hook up with somebody else can be a little bit jealousy-inducing. But it's with Dagna, so you can't be too mad. Okay, I approve. I approve. Good choice. Bat Knight, who are you bringing to the table? Well, uh, I I racked my brain with this all day because I figured that the go-to was going to be the one that everybody points out. It's Garrus and Tally. They ended up together in my first playthrough because I ended up with Liara. But in my in my first playthrough of the Legendary Edition, I ended up pursuing uh, Tally and myself. And so I was like, no, Garrus can't have her. <laughs> Trust me, a lot of racking the brain here. But I finally ended up with Dandelion and Priscilla from The Witcher 3. Because... Uh, Dandelion is, you know, ye oldy playboy. He's he's a musician. He's, you know, the showman. He, you know, is a running gag, probably a little inappropriate. The guy gets his hands on more bumpers than a body shop. And <laughs> yet he manages to, you know, indulge in this relationship with Priscilla. And he wants to be a better person. And I'm like, see, he, he found the one that can keep not only keep up with him, but can calm him down a little bit. And so that whole running, uh, that uh, story arc where she ends up getting hurt, like, I remember playing through The Witcher 3, and I was like, yeah, I was genuinely, as Geralt was like, oh, no, 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 you are not going to hurt my boy's girl. Like, I need to find this dude. So, yeah. And Dandelion, like, never left her side the entire time, like. It was interesting. It was one of the first times because I've read the books after the fact, but I didn't read them before I played Witcher 3. And it was the first because up until that point, I didn't care for Dandelion. And so seeing him really, you know, get enthralled with, you know, like he wants Priscilla to be safe. You know, Geralt, you have to make sure this guy pays. Like I was like, okay, now I like you. (laughs) Like it made it made Dandelion a human character. Mm hmm. So. Yeah, no, having having that relationship with Priscilla takes him away from, you know, the standard womanizing bard who is just out there to get some. And then you see, okay, no, he actually cares. And not only cares, but he respects Priscilla. 
and all of her accomplishments and wants to see her do good in her own line of work. Granted, they have the same line of work, but that just means that they get to collab together. No, I fully agree that Dandelion and Priscilla is a really good NPC relationship. V, get off your phone. <laughs> no, my sister's like, do you know you have ads now on Twitch? I just had to watch an unskippable ad about the Rings of Power. And I'm like, first of all, Twitch affiliate. Second of all, that's a good ad. So, sorry. It's I was so trying to clear that up with my sister. Oh. <laughs> well, that's all. I swear it's related to what we're talking about. <laughs> If you become a Twitch subscriber, then you won't have to see ads. No. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on Priscilla and Dandelion since you have played uh, Witcher 3? Uh, so I have, but I don't remember Priscilla. I obviously remember Dandelion, but I don't remember Priscilla. I haven't played that game in a while since I lived in Hawaii, which was a long time ago. So I don't remember her. Okay. So I have no thoughts on her. Dandelion doesn't seem like the type of man to get tied down, so he found the right one, then I'm proud of him. Yeah. Sorry. I don't remember her. <laughs> we toss a coin to that relationship. Yes. I wonder if yeah. we'll get to see I'm her in the show. Him. That'd be cool. Probably not, mm -hmm. though, because the games take place so far after the books and the show is basically yeah. adapting the book. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen season two yet, even. Oh, I should probably do that. It's on the list. Is Shawnee in it? No. Oh. Because she's in the books, right? Like, Shawnee is. One. Yeah, Shawnee's in the books, but she's not in the show because that's just another side character to add. She's not a plot yeah. line progressor. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But if you want to know more about The Witcher, <laughs> go listen to The Witcher Lawcast. Mm -hmm. And. Or maybe if Toasty was here, he could tell you. Right? <laughs> is actually no. I know where I know where Beastie Somebody's is. Somebody's no. probably sleeping because he has to work really early. Probably. Oh, wait, that's not I the guess. one going to Gaga. Okay, my bad. No, no that's Apollo. Jealous. I'm terrible with names. Jealous of him sleeping, and I'm jealous of Apollo like at a concert. I wish I could do both. Either. Sleep I mean, also like being here. <laughs> no, not sleep. Not at the Lady Gaga concert. No. <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I haven't I seen might. Lady Gaga since 2017. I saw her at the Forum. Oh, so good. For Joanne, world tour. Years. Well, unless you count Weird out. Before we do that, let's, ha let's have let Shanko say her piece about who yeah, her sorry, favorite uh, NPC romances are. Uh, the first one that came to mind was Gabby and Ken from Mass Effect 2 uh, and then following into 3. Just because I love that if you go to the Spectre office and you authorize them to join the crew on in Mass Effect 3, they do eventually get together. And I also love that you have to talk to them like between every mission in Mass Effect 2. It's not something everyone gets. And I also think it's so funny how sassy Gabby is towards Ken because he's she goes, she snaps on him and she's just like, I'm always hearing you talking about other women's bodies, but there's one right here come on now. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. I didn't know that was an option. I, so cute. I love them. Yes, 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 yes. I will scratch that one off of my mental list of who I can talk about tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's great. Because it's, I totally agree. 
the fact that you have to you have to work at it. You it's not just one of these passive relationships that's going to show up. Some people don't even know that they can hook up. Catching them in Jack's old room making out is so much fun. I love like the little pervert that Shepard is walking in on them. And then do you know that if you walk away and then stop and turn back around, they start whispering to each other even more? I didn't know that. So yeah. now I guess I have to go back into an old save and see what I can discover. Do you think Shepard saw us? It's so cute. Oh, it's it's great. So yes, please go experience the Gabby and Ken. Oh my gosh, Gabby, I can't remember her last name. Daniels. Daniels, thank you. And Ken Williams in Mass Effect 2 and 3. They are the engineers who join you. And it, it takes work. You have to go and talk to them as many opportunities as you get in order for them to hook up. For the record, stumbling upon Garrus and Tally in the room that you know Garrus is always in because I I always every after every mission I do like my rounds just to talk to everybody and to walk in on the two of them and then both being like oh hi um yeah uh I was checking the mandibles or something I don't remember what excuse they came up with something about his mandibles. I was just thinking for Gabby and Ken, I think it's funny because it's like it plays on that whole trope about men just being blind to women they work with. <laughs> and it's so cute when she's like, hello, I am woman right here. I just think it's cute. He's like, oh my gosh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> You're just so smart and capable. Which is To totally- be fair, though, speaking on behalf of males, I have no radar for that either. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like a really common thing. I, I mean, yeah. to be fair, you shouldn't I've, shit where you eat, but the Normandy is kind of like its own thing. I've had bros in the past be like, dude, that girl was totally into you. I'm like, oh, she's not. <laughs> For the day when you turn around and realize, holy shit, did I fall in love with my best friend? And then 20 years later, yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> I had to make the first move on my boyfriend. It was a process. Yeah. Boys can I met my wife doing stand-up comedy. Hmm. Met mine at a gamer shop. We played, uh, like, uh, tradable collectible card games together. Not really South Park. <laughs> what was that? I heard South Park. I'm happily self-partnered. Oh, okay. I know I just said, you know shit where you eat but i definitely used to work with my husband so and only for a temporary bit <laughs> work we're both for or work with? no we're with like we were both in the navy and like we met in the holding division when we first got to hawaii so we didn't actually work holding with each other division. but when we first got to hawaii we were like in the same group just kind of waiting to get sent to where we were going to go and that's where we met okay let's take a little bit of a mid break because we need to do our thank yous okay So, for tonight, we don't have any new reviews to go over, but I can say that we have 46 ratings on Spotify. So, if you haven't given us a rating yet, please go do so. Hitting that 50 ratings mark will help boost our show in the algorithm and have more people see us. And we're only four people away, so go do it. Better be a five. (laughs) Just say no. Yeah, we're at 4.9, so that means at least one person gave us less than a five-star review. 
you message me. Tell me why. Right. What are we doing wrong? <laughs> Just kidding. And also, but yeah, I I want to know. Yeah, seriously. If there <laughs> is like any constructive criticism that you can give us to help make the show better, we are all for hearing that. Yes, okay. The audio was shitty on the first like three or four episodes. I get that. I was learning, okay? I believe it's I just gotten listened a little bit back now. to them. It was really only the first episode. Really? And Liara. I went back and compressed Ashley because I was like way louder than you. Because now that my kid's in school, I'm like, I got all this time. So I did it this week and now Ashley should be good. But I can't fix Liara's episode because it was just, it was the very first one. Mm-hmm. I sound like I'm in an echo chamber. I'm sorry. That'll never change unless we re-record it, but then we lose all the magic. So no. Right. It'll just be, it'll just be a little bit rough. I just want to share the beautiful quote my sister just put in chat. You could be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world and there will still be someone who doesn't like peaches. And you know who said that? My beloved Dita Vontis. So yes, she is right. She is completely right. So only constructive criticism, everybody. Don't come at us and be like, I just hate gamer girls or your voices annoy me or I just don't like you. That's not constructive. That's just dumb. So don't do that. And we've gotten a few people who are just like, uh, there's a whole podcast dedicated to romance and video games. I don't really care about that. And I'm like, okay, thank you for not listening. We're good with that. If this show isn't for you, that's fine. If you don't like me, that's fine. Don't attack my personal character. Just say like, oh, hey, sometimes when you talk, you're too close to your microphone and it blows out my ears. That's something I can work on. Or you missed this big glaring aspect of this one romance that I really wish you had touched on. Let me know. We can go back and we can insert it into a tangent or a side break. Sure. Those are words. (laughs) Mid break. Somewhere. (laughs) We're almost coming up on our one year. Which Mm -hmm. is insane. Are you freaking kidding me? So cool. I know. And a major aspect of that has been the support that we've gotten from our followers and from our patrons. So, of course, major thank yous to Toasty, Apollo, Shanko, Stone Mystios, Wynn, Luke, and Bat Knight. Three of you are here with us tonight, and we know where a handful of the other ones are tonight. But we love and appreciate you so much. I don't know what else to say beyond thank you. You're very welcome. I love it here. Okay. Paulo sent me his favorite. So Yeah. So, Apollo says, My favorite NPC ship of all time is, of course, Joker and Edie. It just so happens that Lady Gaga really looks like Edie tonight, the way she has her hair brushed back and curled under and her makeup. So, <laughs> like, I I can't wait to see, like, a picture of this. Hopefully he takes at least one picture where we can say Lady Edie, or would that be, like, Edie Gaga? Something. I need I think to Edie see Edie Gaga this. sounds better. Edie Gaga. But, and I really do, like, do, do you want to talk about Joker and Edie? I don't know why that wasn't my first thought. Honestly, like, that's such a good choice. 
that's another one I actually thought of, but at the same time, I was like, okay, I'm trying to stay away from Mass Effect because I figured everybody's going to go Mass Effect. I was trying to be different. Yeah, me too. That's why I was like, I can't pick Mass Effect. It can be Bioware, just not Mass Effect. But yeah, I don't know. Edie and Joker, so good. I mean, I still pick Destroy Ending, but it destroys me a little too, you know? Mm-hmm. Because of them. I love them. Yeah, they're I didn't perfect. Even think that. <laughs> I've done two yeah. out of the three. I, I've never done the, uh, I've, uh, crap, the green ending and the uh, red ending. Destroy uh, and Synthesis. Destroy and Synthesis. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I can't remember what the one was called. The other one? Control. So, okay, so control. The, control. the control. Yeah. That one's sick. Oh, it's so crazy. So I haven't done and I haven't watched the control ending yet. And that is going to be cool. my current playthrough. So no, 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 no. <laughs> it's shivery. That's all I get thinking about I that. I take my playthroughs based on who I'm romancing. I've done a Miranda playthrough. I've done a Liara playthrough. And I've done a Tally playthrough. I have yet to do. I think the next one I, ha- I have to do Jack. I've just. Yes. Yes. I just punched my microphone about how much I love the Jack romance. Well, no, I got that. I got yeah. that decision. I made that decision after listening to your guys' episode on Jack. I was like, okay, I got I got to play through this now. Oh, thank you. Aside from Jacob, they're all good, and it's not Jacob's fault that he's not good. Eventually, <laughs> I'm going to do like the Jacob through. Yeah, I know you will. You're a completionist, Jen, so that's why you ought to do it. No, because it's all about the prize. <laughs> oh, all of oh, I forgot he said that. And his abs, I'm sure, have nothing to do with it. I was just wondering what it's like to play through a game and choose a different romance option. Because this is not me at all. Every time, Garris. Every time, destroy ending. And still, every time, I'll sit there with my controller in, like, silent tears. Yeah, it's a good time. Oh, I was Mass proud effect, of myself everyone. with my Legendary Edition playthrough. I did the Destroy ending and uh, Romance Tally did the Destroy ending and got my little <sighs> clip. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Ugh. and I also got a shout out from uh, Mark Mir and uh, Jennifer Hale because I did that on New Year's Eve. And so I was like, hey, I'm spending New Year's Eve, you know, beating up the Reapers. Can I get a shout out? And both of them uh, gave like a like. And then Mark Mir said, hey, don't take any guff from those Reapers. And I'm like, yes. Oh, Mark Mir so cool. Senpai noticed me. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Did you just punch your microphone, um, too? Yes. <laughs> no, I just love I, my favorite is people who are in nerdy industries and are also nerds themselves. Mm-hmm. Like Henry Cavill being Geralt. Perfect. My uh, my tangent on uh, Senpai Noticed Me, uh, the guy that plays Crossbones, Frank Grillo, I got a Crossbones tattoo and posted it on Instagram, and he reposted the picture. Oh, and nice. I was so stoked about it. He's like, this is so badass. You're a legend. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> that was so cool. I think my That's Senpai cool. Noticed Me was uh, Corinne... Uh, Bush, I think yeah. is how you pronounce it. Um, so she was talking about, uh, she is like the one of the main leads on Dragon Age 4 right now. Um, game director. Game director, thank you. I didn't remember her title. She was posting about Warhammer 40k, the little uh, miniatures that you paint and then play war games with them. Well, my husband does that. He assembles, paints, 
and then actually plays the Warhammer 40k game with them. And I've made fun of him for the last 20 years because he spends all this time with these little plastic dolls, giving them the perfect accessories, and then painting little makeup on their faces. And so I call them his Space Barbies. And so I posted about Space Barbies on it, and she commented back and was like, I am going to use this now. I love it. And I was like, yes! And then it got like 50 likes and 20 retweets, and I'm just like, go Space Barbies! (laughs) Um, How about we break into what your favorite NPC ship is? Because I'm out of beer, and I want a second one. So... I have two, but so I want to talk about both of them, but I'll do the first one because it's my top favorite so far. Well, I don't know. I have a lot of favorites, so maybe I can't say that. So um, the one I'll talk about first is Iron Bull and Dorian from Dragon Age Inquisition. They will get together if you do not romance either of them as the Inquisitor. And they just have cute ass banter that's all like they're just so silly like the first thing that iron bull can flirt towards dorian with he'll be like that staff's in pretty good shape dorian you spend a lot of time polishing it (laughs) it's just so funny and then they just like admit to having sex one day and dorian is so cute about it like he's all shy and doesn't want everyone to know but iron bull is so blessedly open about his sexual encounters and comfortable with his sexuality that he just is wanting to shout it from the rooftops and it's super super cute and it just continues they they get more content in the trespasser dlc and their couple name is adorable which i love and then i guess they also like have epilogue text it's kind of sad though because they're not able to like be together all the time in the end but both of their epilogue texts talk about how, like, they'll meet on the border, like, meet at a hotel or a, an inn just for some nights of fun. And then they have to be pulled away again. I'm like, oh, they're long distance, but they're still making it work. Polishing your staff. Oh, yeah. That is so <laughs> yeah. bull. I've still never finished a Dragon Age game. Shame. I gotta say, um, if I can't have Iron Bull, I want Dorian to have him. Yeah. It's the only acceptable other option other than the Inquisitor if you do so choose to ride the bull, as Mm -hmm. I did. (laughs) I know, it's cute. I'm just happy they're happy together. But also, lore-wise, what a pairing. Right? Like, a Tevinter Imperium mage and a Kunari. Talvashoth, like the best star-crossed lovers. Not even the Talvashoth, but more of the Ben-Hasrath. Great wonderfulness. Love it. And wow, I knew both of those words when you would have asked like four months ago what a Talvashoth was. I'd be like, did you just say what a towel was? <laughs> Are you proud of me? Who do we have? Who do we have to thank for that? Uh, you. Is it you playing it? Oh, oh yeah. me. I was going to say the cups. Go yeah. listen to the Dragon Age Lorecast. Oh, absolutely. Plug, 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 plug. Plug, plug. <laughs> no, Dragon Age Lorecast has... Mm-hmm. They have so helped me understand a lot of, like, the lore that I skipped through 
because I'm like, eh, this is too much to read right now. <sighs> okay. That is, especially in Dragon Age Origins. There's so much lore to read through. And if you skip through it, then you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And yeah, it's all codex. Oh, I'm going to read that later. And then uh, I don't know, I already did 10 other things. I don't forgot what I, I was going to read later. I'm going to bookmark that in my mind. I don't know, I already forgot what I just seen pop up on the screen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then there's the fact that uh, you can hit read all. <laughs> the read all button gets me in so much trouble because then I never go back. <sighs> Narrator, she did not read all. <laughs> <laughs> facts. Legit facts. Okay. So I am going to go Mass Effect. But so the Joker and Edie one is great. I love how they hook up together. And I think that we will do a special episode specifically designed to a lot of these characters um, about side characters that hook up together, because I think there is a lot of lore and a lot of analysis that we can do beyond the Patreon chat. So I love the Joker and Edie. And of course, we've talked a lot about Tally and Garrus. And I love that Shanko brought in uh, Gabby and Ken. But I'm going to go with one that I didn't know was going to happen until it happened. For my, f- because like for the first three or four playthroughs I've done of Mass Effect, I always picked Caden. And then, of course, N7 The Legend told me that I needed to experience Ashley all the way through the game and get her to Mass Effect 3 and really witness her changes. So Legend told me that I needed to, and I was like, all right, I'll do it. I did it as a femship because I was like, I don't know if I want to romance Ashley because I love the Caden Broship romance. So I was like, if I'm going to keep Ashley alive, then it's got to be, I'm, uh, I'll do it that way. Or, no, sorry. I'm going to kill Ashley. I killed Ashley in my current Broship run but I kept her alive in my last FemShep run. There we go. The one that I brought to the table was Ashley Williams and James Vega, because I had no idea that this was going to happen until the Citadel DLC. Like they were a little flirtatious because sometimes I like to do human missions. I <laughs> So seeing the two of them banter back and forth together and that and it's like the way that i play my shep combined with two other powerhouses that are ashley and vega we are an unstoppable firing squad of mow you down so their battle banter is cute together and then the fact that ashley can't hold her tequila makes me laugh a little bit because i'm like come on mama step up your game if Vega can handle it, you can handle it. I think for my FemShep runs, having the two of them hook up together really makes a lot of sense. I think they work well together. I think that Ashley and Vega really have a lot in common. And learning as much as they have from Shepard, building the teams together. Because I don't think Vega has worked a lot with alien species because he was born on Earth. And then moving up through the ranks, he didn't have a whole lot of interaction with them. I think that they are learning how to work together 
with a predominantly alien crew. Because it's the two humans are Ashley and Vega, if you choose Ashley to survive. And then the rest of your squad is all alien. So I think that the two of them really do have a strong bond right out the get of being the two humans to travel with Shepard. And their flirtatious... Vega and the biotics cracks me up every single time. Oh my gosh. It is the tingly bits. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, I'm kind of... I feel all tingly. Kind of tingles. <laughs> so... I would have major issues with the scene if it was Ashley who got absolutely shit-faced and then Vega is physically imposing and like standing over her in the corner of the bookshelf in the Citadel DLC. That would be a little bit, oh, hell no. But they've both been drinking that night and it is actually Ashley pushing Vega up against the bookshelf. Oh, Apollo? Oh, shit. Did you hit accept? Okay. Yeah, I did. Hello! Apollo! Oh. <laughs> Welcome. Am it's I prob- muted? Yes, you're good. Uh, it was good. It's hot. Okay. <laughs> so I was in the middle of explaining that uh, my favorite uh, relationships are between Ashley and Vega And I wish that I had the option to romance Vega because I'd love to ride the bull in any game that I could. (laughs) At least once. I'd bull because I couldn't have James. (laughs) At least once I would want to try it. You can have him, but he doesn't want you. So I don't think you should romance Vega. That is why I think that Vega should be a full romance and not just a Citadel DLC romance because, oh, yes, we will talk about that. And why I think why I like it when Ashley and Vega hook up, because that seems a fuck ton more consensual than any other situation. It saves him from Shepard preying on him. Mm hmm. Yes. I did read out your comment about Edie and Joker, so if you want to elaborate that uh, on that, you can. We have also requested any pictures of Lady Gaga looking like Edie. So if you have any of those, please feel free to share. Those are all in the girlfriends. She was the one videotaped. She just looked, she looked, it was slicked back, just like Edie. And the way Edie's kind of goes in rows because she was hot, it kind of went like that. And it was down here and it was curled under. And she had on a bunch of makeup. A lot of it was silver. So she really looked like Edie. Yes. Oh, I'm so jealous. I love Lady Gaga so much. I've loved her since 2008. She's been my favorite. Her and Fall Out Boy, those are my two top two bands of all time. Sam's favorite. I mean, among a million others. <laughs> she started with Bad Romance, so, which, is my, which is my favorite song of hers. But hey. Dude, I sang that song in a norebang in Korea, which is like karaoke room. Back in 2012, like when it came out and no one knew what it was. And they were because I was there with a bunch of military people and they were like, what are you singing? And I'm like, Lady Gaga. I like the Hailstorm. The best song ever. I love me some Hailstorm and I can tangent on them forever. Mm-hmm. But I want Apollo to get his piece in. So Joker and Edie are my favorite, not NPC ships, just because Edie in Mass Effect 3 is my favorite all time NPC. Like I absolutely love Edie. I, I. If they made an app where it was just Edie and you got to know Edie and you talked to her every day, I'd put 12,000 hours into that app. Like, I love Edie. You enjoy the sight of human beings on their knees. (laughs) 
and just the growth that she has in that game and and the growth that that relationship gives Joker. I mean, Joker goes from somebody that never, ever leaves the captain's seat other than that one part of the beginning of Mass Effect 2 to somebody who's dancing with Edie by the end of Mass Effect 3. So the two of them, their growth together, I just love it. It's so good. I could I could watch that. I could just watch their scenes over and over again all the time. So good. That's it. I don't know what they're planning to do with the Mass Effect show, but if if the original trilogy characters are at all involved, I sure hope Joker and Evie are in there falling in love. I'll watch it all over again. Oh, yeah. I love it. And I love that Joker will reject you. And I feel like that is 100% because of Edie. Yeah, he says it's because you're in a uniform, Commander. No, it's because you already have eyes for Edie. My shepherd would lay it on him. You don't even know she would lay it on his ass. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to break a hip, Commander. <laughs> Wait, which game is Joker an option? In three. He's not an option. You just flirt. Well, in three, even if you're a male chef, you can still, there's still a line where you can flirt and suggest that the three of you get together and Joker just looks at you horrified and you're like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I've never experienced like that one as a bro. Yeah, there's, there's somewhere in there where you can make a little insinuation and Joker just looks at you terrified and then you're just like, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you, Joker. It's good. Is it the same bar scene where a femshep can flirt yeah. with Joker? Yeah, it's in the bar. All right. I will have to find this scene because, damn. I wish that Joker, Edie, and Trainer could have a threesome. So they all, like, when they're in the room together and they talk to them, I'm like, hey, y'all should just all fuck. Because Edie seems like she's down, and China, she's definitely down. I'm like, yeah, they could do it. That would be a threesome I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad at. As long as she brings her toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, wow. Okay, no. Stop. I just had a whole tangent down about how Trainer likes to use personal massagers. And then with Edie's robotics, there's got to be a fanfic for that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's a bunch. Oh, okay. Well, now wait, that wait, wait, wait. Can I rapid, rapid transition? I just want to say who my second choice was because no one mentioned them, and I'm really surprised. Hmm. No one even mentioned this game, Jackie and Misty in Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, I, got I know Jackie dies, but I love their relationship, and you only get to see it from Misty's memories and talking about him and stuff, and and like a tiny, tiny bit in the beginning, but it was so cute. I wish he didn't die. I love them forever. They should have been married and had a bunch of babies if they wanted, or cats, or whatever they wanted. I don't know. I choose cats, but, you know, still love them together, though. I imagine they had a while before we ever met them, where they were just happy, and that's where I choose to think of them in that moment. Great. You always remember them that way? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That Arizona sky. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Damn it, my Jackie's still alive. I haven't gotten there yet. But I'm fully aware that he does. I can't wait so. for that place to go. I know, and I'm sorry that I missed this oh, week. Sorry. Oh, no. Spoiler alert. Well, here's your fucking spoiler alert. Yeah. I think we're a little late in the Jackie game. Jackie dies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to witness Jackie die two times very quickly, like consecutively, because I transferred, I started playing Cyberpunk on my PS4, and then we upgraded to a PS5. And in the transition, I lost my save data for my first run. So I lost everything from like 
basically like an hour after Jackie died in my first run. And I had to play through a whole new prologue again and watch him die again. And I knew it was going to happen and I still wasn't ready for it. Can we put that on a Patreon on the questions for next month? Is moments that... No, I was more thinking of moments (laughs) that make you cry every time, no matter how many times you've watched them. Oh and God, I guess so that's not many. very relationship. I, I had a kid. Though. I cry at nothing. I cried at Moana for the fifteenth oh. fucking time today. So literally, okay. I was watching Cinema Therapy. I don't know if you guys know that YouTube channel. So good. And like, I was watching. It was one of their first videos about Aragorn and toxic masculinity. And they were talking about the scene where Boromir dies, and he's not toxic. He's talking. They're saying like he's the example of wonderful masculinity. Um, Aragorn. And so Barmer's dying, and I'm just like, <laughs> at my desk, even though I've seen that movie, I don't even know how many times. I, my mom read us that book when I was six years old, so I know it's coming. I don't care. It's always going to make me cry. I don't know if anybody's going to get this reference, but the words, uh, Wesley, why can't I stay? Every single time I get to that scene is a TV show called Angel. And every oh. time I hear the word, yeah, I'm like, oh, hold on, wait, Wesley, oh, why can't I stay? I'm, oh. I know, it so long, and I'm like, the deep archives of my brain got activated. <laughs> no, I cannot. It's a tough scene to watch. Oh, but oh, Fred. Yeah, that scene. Oh man, I grown. I was I was in my late teens, early twenties when that show came out. You know, much, much older now. And still, I'm I'm rewatching the show, and I'm like every single time, it's like I just I hear those words, and I'm done. Like, oh god, mm-hmm. I can't yeah. ever watch the episode of Supernatural where Charlie dies again. That first time, wrecked me. Charlie like, dies. I mean, that was like <laughs> it's like eight years ago in the show. <laughs> I know, but I I have I've never finished it. I oh. was for a long time Don't you. That night. That's I know, I know. But I, I can't watch that episode again. It was it devastated me. Like I'll never watch it again, ever. I can't. I just thinking about it, I don't even like it. Okay. So I think that we definitely have talked a lot about all of our different favorite NPC relationships. If we wanna go around the room and you can just give, you know, a shout out for things that you're doing right now, or if you want to just give the names of your secondary backup characters that you wanted to talk about. Go for it. Stone Mystios. Where can the people find you? Go find me on Twitter at Stone Mystios and on Twitch on Stone Mystios. You know, I'm never streaming because I like to record my shit. But just two shout outs. One, I want to say, uh, just a headcanon, Morrison Zaid. Because she tried to get with <laughs> Samara, but she rejects him. So, like, hey, if she got with Morris, he could get what he wanted, but then he died immediately after. I just think that's funny. But another one, Kira and Talethis from Shadow Street Odyssey. You can interject in a romance and give with one of the other, but I think them together, I think it's amazing. It's a really good relationship. But other than that, yeah, on Twitter, chilling, that's it. And Mr. Bat Knight. Uh, I am Daddy Bat Knight on the Discord. Only thing I'm doing is I have a YouTube channel that I occasionally post videos on that I'm just now starting to get some momentum. Same name, Daddy Bat Knight. And my shout-outs were either going to be uh, Mission and Zalabar from Knights of the Old Republic, but that wasn't a romantical thing. That was more of a besties, and I, I love those two. Just my playthrough, it didn't end well. And I also had, since uh, 
Mistyos had one he said for his head cannon. Lady and Trish from Devil May Cry. I think there's a little more going there than just the, a mutual love of giving Dante a hard time. All right. Shanko. Hey, uh, I'm doing the MCU Warcast. We're putting out episodes, making content, and the show is growing. And in no small part, thanks to you guys. And thanks to the two girls and everyone I see sitting here. And it's amazing. Uh, you can find me on the Discord as Captain Shanko. I'm also on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as MCU Lorecast. I manage all those pages. And do you have a secondary, like a backup, that you wanted to shout out really quick? I was swinging for the fences hoping no one else would choose Gabby and Ken. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. And Apollo... All right, I'm Apollo on the Discord. Um, my shout out is a bromance uh, between Garrus and James. Such a good bromance in Mass Effect Three. And I'm not a creator, but I am eagerly counting down the hours until ne- until September second, when this Last of Us remake finally comes out, and I can play it in all its glory. Yeah, that's when I'm going to pick it up too, and I will play through it. Who knows? Maybe I'll even stream it. Maybe I'll Although make the dad in me is probably going to cry a lot during that game. Uh-huh. I've yeah. heard. Yeah. Yeah. No, really. Maybe I'll start making my Isn't Wednesday it? night streams a little bit of a variety stream. Some nights it'll be Cyberpunk. Some nights it'll be Mass Effect. Some nights it'll be a new game that I haven't experienced yet. Just so that way you guys can <laughs> go with me. Um, stream Last of Us for sure. Okay. All right. I will listen and I Wait. will take that unto, under advisement. I thought of one more that I know Apollo will agree with me. It's Varl and Zoe from Horizon Forbidden West. I love their romance. It's super cute. Okay. It also ends in tragedy like they all do, but, you know, it's cute. Kind Lady of tragedy. The piece was a big triangle. It looked just like Aloy's focus. Oh, that's so cool. She's just yeah. borrowing from all the video games. Yeah. There are no original thoughts, okay? That's what I've learned. But we all just, like, copy and improve on each other's thoughts, I guess. I don't know. Rule 43. If you want something done, there's probably a mod for that. <laughs> yep. A thousand percent. So I'm Genesis, one half of the Two Girls, One Ship podcast. And I think my secondary shout out has to go to one of the longest running relationships that has never really truly solidified into a relationship between Link and Zelda. He's on a never-ending quest to save his girlfriend. Oh, wait, that's drawn together. <gasps> Holy fuck, dude. Nobody else has ever seen that show. That's the show with the, the group of people that live in a house together, the animated show? Yeah. Yeah, cartoon characters living in a house together, like the real world. Big Brother yeah. style. Holy shit, that show was amazing. Damn. Nobody stuffed my face in chocolate pudding but me. I'm on a never-ending uh, quest to save girl. my boyfriend now (laughs) shit i haven't thought about drawn together in forever all right you're welcome that show was super horny dude the octopussy hell yeah it was super fucking horny i was too young to be watching that show and i was like oh fuck yeah i love it is that on adult swim or some shit (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh yeah okay comedy central adult swim same thing at that point there was this weird show. I wish we had a, like a fact check, like armchair expert, so I could look up what show this oh, was. It was, some, it was on Adult Swim, and it was super, super weird. It was like this horse face man shaped person. Man. It was like, was 
No, it wasn't BoJack Horseman. It's not a cartoon. It was like CGI, but like real shitty. It's old. Like when I was in high school, like 2000s old. And I remember this one quote from the trailer. I never watched the show, but it was like a, a commercial that came on on Adult Swim. And he was like, are you telling me you only have two peni? <laughs> like, what? It was so weird, that show. I'm gonna, I need to find it. I'll put it in the Discord. Mystery will be solved. It was on Adult Swim. It was so freaking weird. Well, it sounds like... Me and like my sister used to say that to each other all the time. You mean you only have two <laughs> so peni? so freaking weird. <laughs> I don't know, just something about peni made me laugh. It was really funny teenage me obviously my humor has not changed <laughs> and that's why we are still two horny 16 year olds who now have a podcast about video game fucking i yeah, love you talk about our cgi boyfriends i love you too <laughs> and i love cgi boyfriends and girlfriends and every friends all the friends oh, and goodness. everyone in between hopefully lots in between <laughs> I'm not going to drop the Lego boyfriend that is Paladin Dance, especially since next week we will be jumping back into Fallout 4 romances and exploring a little bit more in the Wastelands. So if you like what you're hearing, please be sure to leave us a review on iTunes or give us a rating on Spotify and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me in our Two Girls, One Ship chat on the Robots Radio Discord channel. And come give us a follow on all the social medias and on Patreon directly at patreon.com slash twogirlsoneship. Links to those are in the description. You can find me in our Discord also and on the Robots Radio Discord. If you're wondering why I'm not going off the script, it's because I accidentally X out of it and I forgot what it exactly says. I'm just remembering. <laughs> and... If you would like to watch our streams, we go live Fridays at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 10.30 p.m. Oh my gosh. Eastern Time on Twitch. And then you can catch the YouTube video a few days later. Is that all I have to say? Yep. At our podcast. (laughs) Okay. Monday, because you need something good on a Monday. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And our podcast episodes release on a Monday. Because you always need something good on a Monday. Sorry, I had a lot more wine than I usually do. So thanks for listening, and remember, beauty is in the eye of the controller. (laughs) Yeah, I knew we'd get there eventually. Eventually we'd get there. love Dragon Age? Have you always wanted to learn more about its vast world and detailed lore? Are you still attached to your hero of Ferelden even a decade after Dragon Age Origins came out? Or maybe you're a newer fan, still discovering a new tidbit or quest every day. Well, either way, the Dragon Age lore cast is the podcast for you. I'm Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm Shelby, also known as SheCup. And come and join us as we embark on a journey to explore and discover all things Dragon Age. We'll discuss all kinds of topics, from Lyrium to the Chantry, and the great mysteries of the old gods, and even more that even you Bioware superfans might not know about. So come and listen on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And always remember... Swooping.